I recorded this interview about four years ago and it has sat on my conscience ever since. I kept taking it off my to-do list because I'm meant to be focusing on my screenwriting career, but it just kept creeping back on my to-do list. And I've decided it's too good not to share, even if only a handful of you are still out there listening. I hope someone gets to hear Neve and Finn's amazing story. And I know Neve won't care at all that this has taken me so long. As you'll hear in the interview, Neve doesn't do guilt and I don't think she expects it from other people either. So I'm not going to say sorry, but I I really want to say sorry, but, but I'm not going to. Uh, but I am going to say thank you very much, Neve. And I hope all of you who are listening, if there are any of you out there anymore, enjoy this interview. Um, if you could just tell me a bit about what it is you do. I run a recruitment company with uh, my business partner and we do recruitment for creatives in advertising agencies. You're a headhunter? Headhunter, yes. Which I always think is a... I'm just disappointed that you don't have lots of shrunken heads around the house. Oh, I'm sorry. Or a bounty hunter. <laughs> lots of... They're not know. that exciting. No, 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 no. So yeah. you and Anna set that up. Anna and I, I, Anna and I both worked in advertising agencies and we both joined quite a big headhunt firm in London at a similar time. And I think after about a year, we just thought we could do this for ourselves. Um, that was initially what we wanted to do, was just have our own business, set up our own business and be successful running our own business. And then it's the business has kind of morphed to adapt to kind of our lives, actually, yeah. you know, which we didn't at the beginning necessarily consider but now that we're doing it it's actually been really beneficial to both of our lives and how we run our lives. So tell me a bit about you had when was Finn born? So Finn is six he was six, six. in July um, so six years ago yeah. So for the benefit of people listening just explain what happened when you had your son. Um, he, My son well actually we don't really know what happened but he got very unwell um, sort of in the first 48 hours of being born and he was in intensive care for quite a long period of time. He had what was what they call a brain insult. So he has got quite significant brain damage, which has affected his development. So he, he doesn't have a diagnosis, a specific diagnosis per se, to say this is what is wrong with him. Like you might say, this child has X yes. genetic disorder. He just, um, he has significant global development delay. And as a byproduct of the, the brain injury he received he's cortically blind he um has epilepsy and yeah so he's quite he's got quite significant um special needs i suppose you would say so he was born but he was born healthy he was born healthy absolutely fine yeah and he just they suspect i think that he got an infection and in babies that small who are that sort of vulnerable they you know if an infection can it can if it's it spikes quite quickly in the body and a body can't cope and you know all other areas of the body are affected as a result so his his body started to just shut down as a result of trying to cope with this initial infection but we don't know what the infection is or was right and will you get any clearer understanding of that or is that it now probably not i mean at the time they you know there's a panel of Ill- illnesses or genetics dis- disorders that they that they run, you know, that again, still do tests and there's a panel of disorders that are established, I suppose, disorders that they'll test Finn against and they've tested him against everything in that database and nothing, there's nothing there 
to nothing matches. It's not to say that they might not find something in the future because they do, they constantly do. Will they ever find out, identify what, you know, happened? Uh, never say never, but um, because sometimes if children are born with something wrong with them is usually an underlying reason that they can, you know, find out. But mm. because he wasn't born with anything wrong with them, because he got sick, they generally, genuinely think it has got to do with just an infection. So, no. Yeah. Yeah. And in terms of how... How much care he needs now? Just um, talk, actually talk us through because I know were you really unwell yourself when you were in the hospital, or were you just having a few complications? I just well, I I just had an infection as well. I had a urinary oh. tract infection, so they so they obviously think that could be that right, got passed okay. on mm-hmm. to Finn. Um, uh, yeah, no, I, I wasn't. Any worse than the rest of us? Well, I was a big. I mean, I, they did hospitalise me after oh, he they? was born. Yeah, I mean, but obviously, I had you know, I had a very long labour, all that kind of stuff, and then I was sick. I did have an infection, so they did. Yeah, they admitted me. So I was in one part of the hospital, and Finn was in intensive care in the other part of the hospital. Um, so yeah, blimey, mm. that must have been pretty tough. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, no, it was. Yeah, it was horrendous actually. But anyway. So it kind of goes against all your plans for life. So what? How did it change what you had to do with, with everything? Um, and I suppose, yeah, you you just don't follow the normal trajectory that everybody else follows, and I don't think you really appreciate that until life goes on. So because at the beginning you've got a small baby and you're not really aware of, because nobody was able to tell us what the you know what the outcome was going to be. Um, though all they were able to say is this is what's happened um, so I guess it was sort of day by day for us and not day by day, week by week, month by month and then you begin to see where he's not matching up with all the other children of his age right. and I think you, yeah so it does not necessarily change your plans per se, it just changes the way you deal with life and you approach life because you just don't have the same experiences as other parents, you know, and I think the other thing about it is, which is why I love working, it's, it can be quite an isolating experience as a parent, because I think with, sorry, and I use this term loosely, normal children, or children without special needs, um, there's a path that they follow, and the parents also follow that path with them, you know, there's, you meet friends, you, your children socialise, so therefore you automatically socialise, children participate in things so you're you know you have a role almost with that child whereas with Finn you don't participate in any of the normal activities that that other children do like you don't take him down to the you know he doesn't play sport with other kids he doesn't have play dates with other kids he's non-verbal he's he needs constant 24-hour care so it does completely change your whole life and how you how you do anything how you even just go to a restaurant for something to eat or you know who looks after him so yeah it's a it's a huge yeah change it's a huge it was a huge shock it's a huge challenge on a daily basis so yeah it was very yeah yeah quite a I can't even begin to imagine how I, I always plan so far in ahead yeah. in my mind that I yeah. really struggle to kind of go but hang on that's not yeah 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 and then I suppose it's it, and I think uh, you know with kids as they you know when they're babies then they get to a certain age they can almost 
they become slightly easier, whereas yeah. thin is never, it's only going to get more and more difficult and more and more challenging. And I think these, Gosh. you know... So it starts hard and gets harder. Yeah, I think, yeah. So it's, but the beauty of working for yourself, I mean, there is absolutely no way I would have ever been able to hold down a job being employed by somebody else just because he has so many hospital appointments, he has so many therapists who are involved, he has got so many people involved in his care and then there's so much admin as well involved in him, you know, with social services, with equipment for the house. It's it's almost like a full-time job in itself, mm. just managing all the different aspects of his care. I mean, I'm not saying, t- you know, taking away, you know, Anna, my business partner, also has two children, so she has to, you know, manage their lives whilst working as well. But it just entails so much more. And I can't just get... You know, you can't just say, oh, sense his own, so can look after him for a while, or I'll drop him here. It, it has to be somebody who's yeah. sort of a proper, you know, carer to look after him. So, but the flip side, working for myself, is I can attend all of the meetings and hospital appointments, and that's yeah. something that we've worked out together as, as business partners that I can do, which is great. Um, with, I mean, it's it's interesting, isn't it? Because like, I mean, my daughter, my oldest daughter is now six, and so she's starting to just be a bit more self sufficient. Yeah. So you've always got that to kind of, and and in terms of like how he's going to progress, is he going to just stay at the sort of similar level, or is he? I would say. I mean, we have seen changes, but the changes you see are so minute. But the you know the good changes are you in your know, simple things like he's actually able to sit on his own. I mean, he'll, he doesn't understand balance or danger, so he will fall over, but he, and he seems to be more engaged with us, you know, socially, but, I, you know, does he recognise us? I don't know. Really? Does, yeah, that yeah. That must yeah. be really tough. Yeah, that is really tough, actually, because it's, but, you know, so little, little things that you get back are great, but in terms of how, it's really difficult to tell where he'll ever get to, really. Will he ever walk? unlikely yeah. so and that's a current challenge we are faced with now because he's six and he's quite yeah. big so we're having to move him from place to place so there's there's all kinds of things you have to think about but there are things that you wouldn't you know you never think about as a parent like how am I going to get a child up and down the stairs when he's 10 and you know in and out of a bath so there's all yeah. kinds of things like that that are very practical um but who that really impinge on your life you know and your home life and your yeah um and, does, and he doesn't give you a whole lot of feedback either, so you're not getting... No, you don't get stuff back, no, which is... You do, you know, he he we do on one level, but if we go away, for example, and come back, and I come back from holiday and he's here, I'm, you know, expect him to, I don't know, recognise me, and he doesn't, that's quite upsetting, actually, because I'm quite looking forward to seeing him after a period of time, but... He doesn't necessarily know who Toby and I are, which yeah, which and I. That's why I think I feel quite privileged that I can work because if I didn't work, I would really struggle. I think to. But you've yeah. also got you had you you also had um, and I think you, you 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 don't have the same nanny anymore. But you did have at the start someone who was really understanding of the. Because he needs a lot of um... oh, he needs a lot of like stimulation and um, sensory input and physio support, which was fine I think when he was small. But now I suppose our challenge is that he's quite a, he's six and he's quite a big boy, so physically it's 
quite challenging for people. I think you have to be the right mindset anyway to deal with a child like Finn. And there are some amazing people who just see this kind of work as a vocation and they love doing it and he goes to an amazing school and the people there are just incredible and, you, you know, that's what they like doing, that's what they enjoy doing. And that's great, but it's then in the home environment, it's, it's, it's a practical and physical challenge as much as an emotional and, a, you know, the enjoyment of a job for somebody who looks after him. So I think, you know, when he was a small baby and he was cute, it was quite easier, but now that he's a big boy, you know, he wears nappies, there's, you know, some very practical aspects of his care that people have to be fully prepared to embrace and to take on. Yeah. Which, you know, and that's a very specialist thing, I think, for somebody yeah. to do and to want to do, and to do well, as you probably know, like, childcare is childcare, and then there's good childcare, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But you have to get yeah. the best yeah. childcare. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, oh, gosh. Mm. But you, so you, you decided, you kind of carried on with your business through that, and do you think you were affected... With, I mean, because a lot of what I've, I've been talking to lots of mothers about how their kind of confidence was um, altered by having children and their perception of themselves. But do you think that you were so wrapped up in just dealing with Finn that you didn't really have a chance to even... I mean, it's almost... Um, I would say, actually, when I had Finn, when he was a small baby, even though, you know, he, rep- he presented all of these challenges and issues, I... It didn't faze me so much then because he was a small baby. I think it's more as I've gone on and I've seen all the other people around me who've had children at the same time, how their lives have almost progressed with their children. Actually, as time goes on, I feel my, not my confidence, but I feel slightly removed from that side of things. So yeah, I feel that... So at the beginning, it, no, it didn't bother me at all. I just sort of cracked on because that's kind of my nature, just crack on and, and you know, just deal with it. Yeah. Um, and I did meet some, you know, good friends at the time, other mothers, NCT, you know, and we had, you know, that was, that was a, actually those first six months of not working with Finn were a really good experience because you sort of had these other women around you and you just, you know, enjoyed those other women and, you know, you more so maybe than the kids, you know, at that really early stage. So it wasn't until he got a bit older that I think probably my confidence may be... I don't know if it's confidence, it's more like your role, your place as a mother. It's not the same as everyone else's and you sort of... And like I said, there's that thing where you... It can be quite... For example, I don't take Finn to school. So you don't even have that experience of just saying hello to all the other mothers at the school gates or like dropping him to a play date because he's picked up by a bus and he's dropped off by a bus. Right. So you're not even you're slightly removed from his day to day life in in his school. And I right. think with other parents there's so much going on around their child that um you you get more you get more out of it in a different way. Not we get lots out of Finn, don't get me wrong, because you know when he when he's happy and he's having a nice time and you know there's lots of things you can do with him that he loves doing and that's really enjoyable but the the, the little things yeah it's all those I mean if you're not meeting the mothers at the school base mm. and things like that then you're not having the interaction that, that kind of network yeah. that starts to form yeah of, you don't have a network no yeah you really don't no 
But you had an nice NCT group. We had a nice NCT group, but I mean, yeah. But I was obviously quite cognizant of the fact that we had set up this business and we both left quite good jobs that I wasn't going to take lots of time off. How much time did you take off? I took about um, about five months off, yeah. Five months. Yeah. And did you do nothing during that time? No, what, no, no. Did I, you... I, I, you know, we had literally just set up a business at the time when the market started to just tank a bit. So people weren't really hiring anyway. Um, but we did lots of things like try to just get our brand out there and launch activity. And then Anna, who's my business partner, lives really close by. So I would meet up with her and we'd chat you know, not every day, but most days. And so I was involved and I just wasn't physically going out to meetings. And if there was a, an important meeting that came up in that time, I would do it. I'd find somebody to look after Finn. But it was, um, and that's why I was quite keen to sort of get back into work. Um, you know, and I had worked for so many, many years. Not working was a, an alien yeah. concept for me anyway. So I've done this e-course as part of this about like how women can lose their sense sense of self-esteem and lose their sense of mm. identity after having children but it seems to me like the way that you set everything up and the way that you the kind of support network you had with just having a business partner who yeah. had children mm. and just the fact that you had kind of left standard kind of corporate experience mm. before having children you didn't go through any of those problems about who am I what am I doing in this world do I really you knew you wanted to go straight back to work you knew yeah, I knew, we. I was quite excited about setting up this business, and I knew that it had to work. Otherwise, I'd have to go and find another job. I think as well, probably because the first few weeks of Finn, him being in intensive care, and there was another, there was all of that side of things to get through. So I think I was sort of grateful that we kind of got through quite a, a really tough period. So when I came out the other end of that, I was sort of, it was the summer. I had some time off. I'd met some girls locally who we just hung <laughs> yeah. out. You, you know, we'd go for lunch, we'd go to buggy fits, and so enough. Um, and I was still talking to Anna the whole time about the business um, because I always suppose in the back of my mind knew that the maternity leave side of things was a temporary thing. And then I was then had this other like yeah. the, the business to look to and to plan but I've always been like sort of tried to pack loads of things into my life anyway so I would just go right this is what I need to do this is this aspect of it there this, this aspect of it there just move on move forward I'm quite a like a person who likes to move forward you sound it sounds like you're very um robust but you're also quite good at looking after your because you were supposed to be at netball this morning for example so you're very good at making time for um, I do actually yourself I have and... to do that though otherwise I will go a bit crazy so you're just really aware of, of what it is you need in terms of like keeping yourself sane yeah I think absolutely yeah with um yeah with Finn I'm very aware of myself and I yeah I do what's really good with my my business partner is it's a, I don't know it's a bit odd I'm the eldest of seven children and she's the youngest of six children oh right I'm the youngest so of six yeah so I think we complement each other quite well and I think the other thing about working with somebody is I think if you find somebody that shares very similar sort of outlook in life and values and a way of working together I think 
we're very different people, but in that respect, we're very similar. And so we've got, and she's actually a very understanding person, you know, and she's been really great. And I think we work really well together in that respect. But part of the business overall has enabled us to carve out time. Her husband works away a lot, so he's away every single week. Monday to Friday, he comes back on Friday. So for her, she needs time for herself as well. Yeah. So I think, you know, there's all these aspects of our life that kind of knit together quite well. So we definitely do make time to go to the gym. And, and that's brilliant because we can do that. We can, kids go to school, we go to the gym. And, it, you know, definitely I need time to just clear my head with things like Finn. And I'm very, I've always been quite sociable anyway. So it's just maintaining all of those friendships and keeping busy and being active are really important to me yeah so I'm interested with you I'm sort of very fascinated with time it seems to me like you get as much done around your life as you probably did before is that the case or do you feel like you actually life is a little bit slower paced now that you work for yourself um I think it you can dictate the pace to be honest I think probably Anna and I could take on more business if we wanted to and we went out there and pushed for it probably um but would we deliver it as well as we do and I'd, not necessarily so yeah I think we do manage our time really well actually and when it's busy we'll we will focus on things and we'll work as much as we need to but you know there are there just naturally are quiet periods where there's absolutely no point in sitting at your desk yeah. looking at your computer and actually we find it sometimes quite detrimental and time away just out of the office just a break helps you just rethink about things refocus when we do if we're quiet we sort of say stop what we're doing focus on new business initiatives and we just break it up that way but we are in a very quiet period at the moment and I think but that's taken a lot of time for us to accept that I mean there were in the first few years of the business if we were quiet or we didn't have much on we did feel obliged to sit at our desks and try and drum up business and deliver on every single brief that we got, which is, it's just not, you know, it's not feasible. Um, I think we've learned over time that we don't need to do that and we can be as successful without doing that. Yeah, yeah I have to say I've learned a lot yeah. um, from, my husband's really good at just mm. going, oh, I've done enough today, yeah. I'm going to go and, yeah. I know that when I get home he'll be building a lean-to on the side of our house. <laughs> Because he's just decided that's what he's doing this yeah. week. Mm. And I really admire that about mm. him. I'm kind of jealous. But I mean, mm. I, I, I'm much mm. better. I am much better. That's yeah. why I'm here recording a podcast with you on yeah, a Friday yeah, yeah. instead of working. Because yeah. normally I'd be sat at my desk kind of going, oh. Yeah. Well, I kind of, I think we're kind of um, done, really. Yeah. I think you're just too mentally stable <laughs> to really go in any more depth. I think you seem like you're completely, um, everyone should just sort of copy you and then we'd all be fine. I'm very aware that that... I almost need work as an outlet and as a sanctuary almost for me. Um, so that's probably why I just apply myself to it so much or why that is so yeah. focused. But don't get me wrong, I do worry with Finn whether that is sustainable over the long term. Um, and at the moment it is and it might not always be the case and then I'd have to review and see where I'm at. But it's really important for me because I do get out and I do meet other adults you know like otherwise you know with Finn I wouldn't and I do get to just a different environment like when you're in the same sort of square mile 
you only see the same things every day. Whereas I get to go into other, you know, into advertising agencies. I do a lot of meetings in town. We go to the advertising festival in Cannes every year. So we get out there, and you're constantly meeting different people and new people, and you know that that gives you confidence. I think. Yeah. Whereas, you know, I I would I can totally accept that if I didn't have that, I would really struggle. So that's probably you know that that gives me that you know I suppose that enables me to be like the way I am.